Hey, Unnaturalists. I'm Emily. I'm Andy. And welcome back to Unnatural. Yeah. Pre-Thanksgiving edition. Pre-Thanksgiving edition. I don't know about you, but I am so ready for turkey and cheesy mashed potatoes. Ooh. Is that your favorite side dish? Mm-hmm. Anything with potatoes is my favorite side dish. I like sweet potato casserole. Ugh. It's my favorite. What? You said anything with potatoes. Not sweet potatoes. <laughs> I Or just good old mashed potatoes and gravy. Yeah. Love it. And then I like making like a hot turkey sandwich like the next day. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff too. With those like butter buns. Butter buns. That was my nickname in college. Jesus. <laughs> what are we talking about today i have no idea do you have an idea well today emily we are going to delve deep into a subject matter that unfortunately both you and i are familiar with online dating trashy men hey 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 it's not just men okay it's mostly men but yeah (laughs) um over the years two things that i've learned from online dating are geography and disappointment those are i think my two takeaways yeah and also i've learned that there's a certain stigma attached to online dating still you think i mean it's still there it's gone down drastically over the years but I think there's still a little bit something attached to that. But it's a yeah. lot different than it was back in the day. Oh, yeah. Like several years ago, you never wanted to admit that, oh, I met this person on Tinder. So do you remember that movie from the 90s with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, You've Got Mail? Oh, yes. <laughs> it was I like- watched that relatively recently. Okay, I did too. But... <laughs> that's besides the point it was yeah if you haven't seen it it was one of those like aol chat rooms where people literally lied about everything it was kind of the wild wild west in the online dating world from craigslist ads to myspace bulletins okcupid match.com and of course tinder a lot has changed since the days of the aol chat rooms in fact these days As you mentioned, Emily, it's kind of the norm with over 40 million people dabbling in online dating every single year. Mm -hmm. It's also become more inclusive. As it should. Yeah. There's a site or an app for basically whatever you're into, whether it's FarmersOnly.com, Liberal Hearts for Liberals. There's the... (laughs) I know. I had to look these up. There's the right stuff for conservatives, Ashley Mm -hmm. Madison for the married, Mm -hmm. black people meet, and also a site called Grindr, an app for the LGBTQ community. There's even one called Baby Boomer People Meet. Ooh, I should tell my mom about that one. Stop it. Well, no, I mean, she's a baby boomer. Unfortunately, Grindr is the app that we're talking about today. A twisted and sadistic killer chose that app to lure his victim, murder him, and even consume his flesh back in 2019. 
Ugh, again with the cannibalism. I know. This is the story of the cannibal killer. Emily, have you ever met anyone who shared the same name as someone famous? Like, I know that's a weird question to ask, but throughout your life. Like first and last name? Yeah. For example, I knew a guy named Tony Hopkins. Now, his actual name was Anthony, so he was Anthony Hopkins. I knew him in college, and people would constantly go up to him and go, Hello, Clarice. You know, Silence of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he thought it was just hilarious every yeah, single time. I'm sure he fucking hated it, but I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah. I do know somebody. However, like this was a long, long time ago. Like I think I was still in high school. I knew a guy named Andrew Tate. Super unfortunate for him. He should probably oh. go and change his name. Yeah, that is super unfortunate. Anyway, the reason I'm bringing this up, Emily, is because. I'm guessing 25-year-old Kevin Bacon had to deal with the same type of jokes. Yeah. Probably something regarding Footloose, maybe Tremors or Apollo 13. So, <laughs> you, you done? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did you get it out of your system? Yeah. I See, that's why I wanted to get, just get his name out of the way right away. Because... We knew that that was going to come up. So setting the famous name stuff aside, let's get into it. Those who were closest to Kevin knew him as a true joy to be around. He was described as lively, fun, and just kind of an overall great person. Somebody you want to have in your life. He was always dyeing his hair different colors or getting new piercings. He definitely liked to stand out. But he also was a great friend and the kind of person who was always there when you needed him. Him and his best friends were super close. His roommate at the time of his murder had been his best buddy since they were in fourth grade. So that kind of just shows the guy he was. Yeah. He Kevin grew up in the town of Swartz Creek, Michigan which is a town of about 5,000 people just outside of the city of Flint. And it's about an hour northwest of Detroit. Anyone who knew Kevin knew that what he was best at. Hair, specifically styling hair. So he had been a hairstylist going on about six years at the time of his death. And by all accounts, he really had a natural talent for it. Nice. Aside from his professional life, Kevin was also a person in his mid-20s, and like most people in their 20s, he liked to get out and socialize, meet new people, try to find a partner, and that brings us to the dating app, Grindr. Now, according to Kevin's friends, he had been on the dating app for a while without a whole lot of success. 
mm-hmm. which is most people on dating apps. I think. <laughs> so on the heels of Christmas and close to what would surely be a great year for all of us, 2020, right? Mm-hmm. 2020 was such a great year. Great year. <laughs> so many fond memories. Oh my God. Super happy to have that in the rear view. Um, mm-hmm. So Kevin decided to meet up with someone new on the dating app and this seemingly innocent decision unfortunately led to the end of his life. So unfortunately, when you're using dating apps, you don't always know who exactly you're talking to. Mm-hmm. It's it's gotten better over the years with verifying identif- we're verifying identities, but I would say it still has a long way to go. And it doesn't help that at least in this country, there's not much in terms of legislation that's been passed to protect people while they're using these online apps. It's almost like use at your own risk. Right. I mean, I'm sure you've met people online who said they were one person and actually turned out to be somebody else. Most of like us Like looks wise or like their personality? Yeah, they just both? say th- both, really. Or they say they're somebody and really they live in Nigeria or something or... I don't think I've ever encountered that, but I also haven't like met very many people in real life off of a dating app. Well, good for you. Because it scares me. (laughs) So a little after 5 p.m. on Christmas Eve 2019, Kevin headed out to meet a man he had just met on the app. He had told his roommates that he was excited about this guy and he might not be home until super late. So don't get worried. Everything was totally fine. Except it was not totally fine. Yeah, exactly. In fact, never say that. Always I know. check in. You should always have a, a buddy that you're talking to um, when you're going out on a date. But in fact, it was only a little over an hour later that all communication with Kevin had stopped. Emily, initially, his roommates and others weren't super worried when Kevin stopped answering their text messages. You know, maybe they were really hitting it off or, you know, things were going well. No. No big deal, right? Yeah. However, when Kevin hadn't returned home the next morning, Christmas morning, mind you, that's when the alarm bells began to go off in a big way. So, yeah, Christmas breakfast was a big deal with Kevin's family. And when he didn't show up for it, or answer his phone when his parents called or texted, it's believed that then they kind of freaked out and got in Mm -hmm. touch with his roommates and found out that he never returned from his night out the night before. Not a good sign. No. Like, making the decision to go out on Christmas Eve, like, when you know you gotta be, like, that's that's definitely a young person decision. Right. Oh, I'm going to go out for drinks and then I'll be able to get up at 7 a.m. to go to breakfast. Sure, fine, no problem. Like, Mm -hmm. cannot relate. I need at least three to four business days to fully recover after a night out. And to prepare to be with your family for the entire day. (laughs) Yeah, I showed up to Christmas like exactly one time hungover as shit. Never again? No. No, never again. Yeah. I can't imagine. So once. 
his parents found out that he hadn't been home, they also learned that the last known person Kevin was with was some random dude that he met on a dating app. His parents naturally freaked the fuck out. Yeah. And they called the police to report him missing. Having to file a missing persons report on your son on Christmas morning, I can't even fucking imagine. No. I mean, I don't even want to. You're waiting for him to come home and then your life is completely altered just a few hours later. Soon after the search for Kevin Bacon began, but it immediately hit some roadblocks. Two big ones right out of the gate. Number one, nobody knew the guy's name who Kevin was supposed to meet. Remember, it sounds like Kevin had literally just started chatting with that guy like that day. Yeah. And number two, nobody knew exactly where Kevin was going. So he didn't give anybody a name. He didn't give a destination, which I feel like now would be a good time to remind everyone, if you're going to go out on a blind date, always meet in a public place in full view of people and try to give at least somebody an idea of who you're meeting and where you're going. Yeah. Share your location like even when i when i go and like i fully like the few times that i've gone out like with some friends up in the cities like we fully plan on staying together you know but even still like we share our locations with each other just in case we get separated or something happens like that's a good idea especially you know yeah, in this day and age, you just never Safety know. Safety first, always. Yeah, whether it's a family member, a close friend, a coworker, whatever, tell someone. Yeah. So, authorities didn't have a whole lot to work with, as you can imagine. hmm Until later that day, that is, they found Kevin's car, which had been abandoned. Inside the car was his phone, his wallet, along with a bag of clothes as well. There also appeared to be no sign of altercation in or around the car, Mm -hmm. but one thing was missing. The only thing that wasn't in or around the car was the car keys. Oh. And we've said this on previous episodes. Who leaves their wallet and their phone in their car, especially on a first date? Yeah. Not a good sign. So shortly after finding the car... Kevin's parents put together a group-wide search around the radius of the vehicle. At the same time, law enforcement was trying to get uh, the Grinder app to give them any information they could on this man. Mm-hmm. And they were running into a lot of issues getting that info, it appears. Yeah. Shocker, Grinder didn't want to hand it over. They cited personal privacy issues. But it's like... Um, one of your users may have just murdered another user. Hand it the fuck over. Right. Well, and like, did nobody have his passcode? Like, they couldn't get into his phone? No, they couldn't at the time. At the time. But good news, a few days later on December 28th, police were able to recover some info on the phone, which did lead them to where he had gone on Christmas Eve. This gave them the name they were looking for, and his name was Mark Latunsky, a 50-year-old man who lived in a nearby town. 
Now, police decided to pay Mr. Latunsky a visit and see if Kevin was with him. But unfortunately, what they found was something that they were not prepared for. Oh, no. They were able to locate Kevin's body, or at least most of it. He had been found inside Latunsky's home, naked, hanging upside down. It showed signs that he had been repeatedly stabbed. Oh my God. And that parts of his body were missing. Specifically, his genitals which it had been found later, Mr. Latunsky had eaten them. Stop it. Stop it. I know. Why? It baffles my mind to know that people like this exist. That they're out there in society walking around. You pass by them every day. You know? Yeah. I mean, even just like the people who are down and excited to eat testicles of animals, any thing. Right. Why? Like Rocky Mountain oysters. Yeah, for what? You did that for what? So Kevin had a side m- most of his family and friends had never seen before, and he found himself in the most unlucky of circumstances, running into. Mark Latunsky. According I don't to remember an, if you said he was out, right? Yes, he was okay. out. Yeah. And according to an article I read from Fox to Detroit, Kevin was aware that Mark Latunsky had some pretty hardcore violent sexual fetishes. Ugh. Kevin's father was quoted in the article saying he obviously got into something he wasn't prepared for. Yeah. End quote. And you kind of alluded to that before. There's a lot of people maybe in their 20s. Sometimes you think you're invincible. You haven't seen enough of the world yet. You don't realize how people are and how scary the world can be. Yeah. Especially like when you're from, like when you just come from a small town and like everybody is just... Because you said that he was, like, it was a small town, small community, right? It was, yeah, 5,000 people. Yeah. So I think that aspect definitely, like, shelters you, too. So what his father meant by that quote was Kevin wasn't really prepared for Mark Latunsky. It probably won't surprise you when I tell you, Emily, that Latunsky had had several issues before this. I'm sure. You don't just wake up one day and just decide to murder somebody and eat them. (laughs) Or at least I hope not. uh, 
if you do, what the fuck happened to your, what happened? What, what kind of sleep did you have the night before? You know? Yeah. Go to therapy. Don't kill people and eat them. According to the same article from Fox Detroit, Latunsky's neighbor had quite a lot to say about Mark, including a story that took place only a month or thereabouts before Kevin Bacon was murdered. So a man ran to the neighbor's house, started banging on the door, all covered in blood. Here's what the neighbor had to say. Quote, he's got purple hair, he's wearing a leather skirt, and he's got a couple of belts across his chest. This gentleman is grasping my arm with deathly fear, screaming, help me, keep him away, just screaming at the top of his lungs. He wants to hurt me. He wants to hurt me. Another vehicle pulls in my driveway, and out comes who I find out is Mark. Wearing a leather skirt. He has belts across his chest, no shoes, no shirt on. His beard and his hair are braided. He was a very odd looking gentleman. Now, this isn't kink shaming at all. This is just painting a portrait as to what was going on just a month before this tragic murder. Now, the state police were called in in this instance, but for whatever reason, no charges were filed against Mark Latunsky. Obviously, that man would have potentially been a victim for his for him as well had he not run to the neighbor's house, at least in my opinion. So Latunsky eventually admitted to the whole thing. So after the police found Kevin's body, confronted him, he didn't really have a whole lot of choice, I don't think, but... He gave some shocking and candid explanations to police in his confessions, which you can find some of those on YouTube. It's pretty disturbing. He's completely nonchalant about it all. He asked for a trial without jury, and the judge found him guilty in October of this year and sentenced him to life in prison just about a month ago. Um, as for Kevin, his, fa- his father, Carl, wanted the public to know that despite the horrific way his son was murdered, he was a great kid and he left a legacy on this world. His dad said, quotes, those who knew and loved Kevin did not know that side. Those that knew him knew he had a good side. They knew he loved and cherished everyone he touched. And he touched a lot of lives during his short life. What makes this even more sad is that Kevin had been through some real downs in his 25 years on earth. Mm -hmm. But his dad said that he had really recently begun to turn things around. He had just started a new job he enjoyed. He was going back to school. And he was even making plans for the future and sadly just because of one choice you make on a dating app his life is gone it's really scary i do think that there needs to be some more checks and balances some legislation yeah pu- put in place on this throughout the u.s anyway i'm not sure how other countries operate but it does still feel 
like you're playing Russian roulette sometimes when you go on these apps. What do yeah. you think? For sure. Um, I like I definitely think some apps are better than others, especially as far as like people who use them yeah. are concerned. Like I feel like I feel like your Tinder is just full of I mean, like there's some good people Has it sprinkled gotten better in there, I'm over sure. the years. Tinder gotten better? Well, I don't know. I haven't used it. I mean, it still has the same so. reputation. Yeah. I mean, but. it's just like, like you don't, like most people don't go to Tinder actually expecting to like find a relationship and fall in love, you know? I tried online dating recently, by the way, and it was really refreshing. What app or well, where? The, the ladies actually want to get to know you. So last night, my favorite one was asking me really great questions like my pet's first name. And the street I grew up on. She even wanted to know about my mom and her maiden name. Mm. She asked for your social security number too. Yeah, it's crazy. Your bank account routing number. Yeah, it got and really And you gave personal. it to her, didn't you? Because she just yeah. seems so trustworthy. So yeah, that's the case of Kevin Bacon and the cannibal killer Mark Latunsky, who thankfully now Gross. is behind bars. As he should be. Hopefully for the rest of his days. 100%. If you spend your days wondering where you can talk about murder or kidnappings or disappearances or the supernatural, you can head on over to our socials. Yes. Come hang out with us on Instagram, Unnatural the Podcast. We have a Facebook page, Unnatural, a true crime podcast. You can also send us a Gmail, unnaturalthepodcast at gmail.com, or sign up for our Patreon page where you will get um, early access to ad-free episodes, bonus content, and so much more. That is patreon.com slash unnaturalthepod. And be sure to rate, subscribe, follow, and share us with your friends. And we will talk to you next week. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. We will. I hope. And it'll be great. And in the meantime, make good choices. And don't get got. Bye. Sorry, it's hard for me to take you serious. <laughs> Why? Because I have my little eye mask season. You yeah, you look like you're uh, in like Scott Pilgrim versus the world or something. <laughs> I am a mother of two and I am exhausted, Andrew. Let me live my best life. This is the only time I get away from the kids so if i have to multitask by doing some self-care and podcasting uh. just keep your whore mouth shut oh, <laughs> okay so eating the genitals <laughs> bless you bless you damn you should enter the guinness world records for speed sneezing i might win my record is um 10 like 10 in a row that quickly yeah holy shit there's more. But wait, there's more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
and it's about an hour northwest of Detroit. Can we pause for a second? Yeah. I was thinking Kevin Spacey. Oh, with his yeah. Whole... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big difference. Kevin. <laughs> no, they. Kevin Bacon would be so pissed at you right now. Don't tell him. <laughs> but I knew there was some sort of controversy surrounding Kevin Bacon. I just didn't know if it was sexual assault or not. You kind of sounded like the mom in Home Alone that says Kevin there. Kevin! <laughs>